Immediately, my armpit starts sweating, and no I'm way. like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> that is nasty. Fear yeah, will pass through me, and all will be left is myself. And so, people need to earn your vulnerability. Happy New Year, everybody! This is how it is with Whitney and Waigua. I'm Whitney, and I'm Waigua. Well. 2023 man it has been such such a beautiful year mm-hmm. and i'm wondering for you with me um as we get into 2024 mm-hmm. what has what was the highlight for you in 2023 just one wow just one highlight just one hymie i guess it's love yeah love was definitely my highlight <laughs> man is the yeah cute. Falling for myself, for mm. human beings. Mm. Yeah, love, love carried me, yeah, baby. That is very beautiful. <laughs> What about you? Oh, for me, mm. um, my highlight for 2023 has been initiative, getting mm. things done. Wow. And ah. the thing that stood out for me the most is the podcast, getting it. Kicking, rolling, oh. or whatever people yeah. say is, is is such a big deal for me. It's something that I have been postponing for the longest time, and I'm grateful that we did it. Yes, and I can tell it was your dream, mm. and I'm glad to be living in your dream. Mm. Honestly, a huge part of it. it. Yeah, it does feel like a dream. Yeah, and I just like to express my gratitude mm. to. Everyone who stuck by us and supported mm. us, you know, despite having gone a wall mm. for a whole month, there was some technical challenges. But we're grateful that this is a new year. We're feeling prepared. We have so much momentum, so much in store for this yeah. year. Mm. Today we want to talk about fear, yeah. especially going into the new year. Mm. There is so much anticipation. Yeah, for true. what's gonna come, and we just wanna acknowledge mm-hmm. that elephant in the room and see how we can chop her to bits. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So to begin, maybe mm-hmm. we need share with us mm-hmm. the definitions. I'm gonna help us understand what fear is. Yes, fear. Wow. So while we've been talking, uh, I just remembered. Something Dave Chappelle said about <clears throat> being a dreamer. Mm-hmm. Before I get into defining fear mm-hmm. and just how I realized I'm I'm living in your dream, he was saying how we all get lost in our own dreams. Mm-hmm. We frustrate ourselves mm-hmm. such that we even forget that we're living in someone else's dream, and that's a huge deal. Oh, even though wow. your dream is not working out. Mm-hmm. You can be living in someone else's, and that's so cool. So for him, he was expressing how it's his recent uh, Netflix episode mm-hmm. show, and he was expressing how he's done comedy all his life. Mm-hmm. So now that the dream has become a dreamer, mm-hmm. and that motivation was little, but realizing that he's in the room within someone's dream, someone who was like, "I dream to see Dave Chappelle." Mm-hmm. That's so big for him. Yeah. Like even though him his dreams then are like not as big. Mm. Yeah. I'm like 
brings out more gr- gratitude. Yeah, yeah. I can right? imagine. That's yeah. a beautiful analogy that mm. you've used. Right. And yeah, I'm now thinking about instances where I found myself mm. being in someone else's dream, mm. like proactively. And I'm so grateful to have you in mine. Rah, me too. <laughs> I'm excited. It's a huge deal. It is. So, the elephant in the room. Yo, yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's even scary. Scary, <laughs> honey. So, fear. Fear is an unpleasant emotion. Yeah? Caused mm-hmm. by the threat of danger, pain, or harm. Mm-hmm. And there are psychological responses, mm-hmm. physiological responses to fear, right? Yeah, yeah. And they can be so overwhelming. Mm. Then there's also a difference between fear, anxiety, and phobias. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And fear is a response to like a perceived threat, while anxiety involves worry about a threat that has not yet or may never happen. Mm-hmm. And then phobias is intense fear mm. to a specific situation. Yeah. Okay. Like how I was telling you about the fear of leaving the house. Yeah, oh. and we found it's. I mean, the phobia, phobia of leaving the house. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's called ago, agoraphobia. I'm not sure. Yeah, agora. And personally, I found it so funny. Imagine being unable to leave the house, and it's so intense. Yeah, I mean, I have a bit yeah. of that fear, but it has not gotten to a point of phobia. Yeah. So it's, it's so mm. big to imagine that mm. someone has like a fear of stepping out. Right. I had Whitney talked to me about this yeah. movie Shameless. called Shameless. Yeah. And there's this mom who is has agoraphobia yeah. and she can't even get out the house. At one time she did and she fainted. True. She like panicked <laughs> till she fainted. So it's so intense. That is so, yeah. yeah. So before you say you have a phobia, just check. Is it that intense? Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. And now fear, then anxiety. And we'll get into talking about how they <clears throat> manifest in your body, mm. how they affect you, and how to cope. Yeah. And also we express our personal experiences related to overcoming fear and also the fear we feel. Mm. Right? It's going to be an amazing episode. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, I can't wait to get into it. Thank you, Whitney, for demystifying. Yeah. And one of the things that I've picked is that fear mm. takes on <clears throat> different forms mm. um psychological yeah. and physical mm. uh, manifestations um and i'd love to get into that more eh? mm. <clears throat> because it kind of lends to mindfulness being aware of how fear mm. manifests because sometimes you can be unaware of the feeling mm. but there's always signs to lead you to that awareness that this is what is actually going on Right. So it's very important to know how it manifests. And I'm really looking forward to hearing about it. <clears throat> but as we move on, yeah. Um, I wanna hear yes. what does fear look like for you? <sighs> what does fear look like for me? Mm, what, what is she afraid of? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting vulnerable. Mm. So okay. For me, Ooh, okay. I know. <laughs> well, this, this is heavy, heavy. Yeah. We stay heavy. We said it's an elephant. Okay. <laughs> you are right. 
I I get sensitive to like loud, random loud noises. Work. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately my armpit starts sweating, and no I'm way. like, oh shit. <laughs> that is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. Oh, this girl. Yes, it's dusty. <laughs> it gets me so scared. Yeah, I hear you. And I'm picking it came from a traumatic experience, maybe. Yeah. Because um, I've always been scared of loud noises. But New Year's, mm-hmm. like when I was I was hearing the fireworks, mm. they're so loud. Yeah. So I was enjoying it. Yeah, they're I, cute visually, but like... Right? Comes <laughs> with a little spook. Yeah, but I, I I enjoyed the sound as well. So uh-huh. I was like, whoa, I began to fall in love with some loud noises. Because mm. honestly, I could hear that sound the whole day. Or maybe it comes with a nice reward. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I think the loud noises are from traumatic learning. Maybe like it's mm. taking on a new meaning now that you're experiencing like loud bugs through New Year's, like right. fireworks. Now it's like rewiring mm. your brain <laughs> i like that right. especially loud bangs <laughs> <Bye. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah another fear of mine is being vulnerable to some of my family members mm, i get that yeah it feels overwhelming like mm. oh it's even scary imagining being vulnerable mostly around my mother mm. and some of my cousins mm. yeah so much fear there yeah and it sounds like there's so much to unpack from that yeah and um ideally of course with mm. your family there's this sense of sanctuary to mm. like express rather but girl mm. like these our past experiences influence how we interact with right? the people around us so it makes sense that you would develop fear you know maybe around your mom mm. maybe because being vulnerable is unacceptable or being yeah. sensitive or like mm. reactive to stimuli. <laughs> Maybe it would be so criticized, mm. right? Mm. Mm. Well. I also fear repatterning unhealthy relationships mm-hmm. that I've observed even in society or even in my family. Interesting. Yeah. yeah maybe share a little more about that. Girl, okay. <laughs> like, um, the pattern of having kids and then the mostly, the pattern I've seen is the men mm-hmm. are not there for the kids mm-hmm. or even for the wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just become absentees or repatterning abusive relationships mm. toxic mm. such things are scary i identify with you in that mm. actually yeah and <laughs> work um i think also i have observed that mm. there are patterns in say my family mm. um doing my my genogram um, mm. We had this school assignment where we do mm. a genogram, which is yeah. like drawing a family tree mm. and picking out like traits mm. and, you know, patterns of relationships mm. and, you know, recognizing them and seeing where you are as an individual within a family. Wow. And so I observed a lot of patterns Ooh. that I am carrying and running with honey. Wow. <laughs> And I can't so, forget that story. I remember, I think the first time we were going for a yoga event with you, you yeah. told me that story in the bus. Uh-huh. And I was so fascinated. What story? 
um, it was that of your, I think, great grandma mm-hmm. who gave birth to twins when she was so young. Oh, yeah. And then they were separated. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, they had to die. Yeah. Which is crazy. It was so crazy to hear about it. Mm. And that's, yeah, that, and it's amazing to observe mm. how it played into the family yeah and how it affected her my mm. great grandmom and how it affected my grandmom and yeah. my parents mm. and aunties and uncles yeah because that's deep so it's the twins that had to die yeah both of them like it's taboo to have twins yeah. i don't have as fast children mm. in the kikuyu culture yeah traditionally and so yeah. they were taken away and killed she had to start afresh I can imagine the pain she felt. Mm. And she was really young. She was like 16 or something when she had her first children. Even my grandma was also young. Mm. Yeah. But that's not even like the, the patterns that I observed. Yeah. I, I, I can't even begin to fathom how that mm. might have affected. True. Because it has offsprings. an effect. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's a long therapy session, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about <laughs> it. Yeah. About no. the patterns, like mm. temper and mm. um, avoidance, yeah. and those are the things that really stood out for me. And I'm, I'm realizing that I am mm. carrying those traits, and mm. those are some things that I need to work on. So, wow, yeah, that was just to like yeah. identify with what you have just shared about fearing, carrying patterns, right? Um, yeah, and it feels great knowing I'm not alone. Mm. Then my last fear is fear of the unknown. Unknown aspects of life. Mm. You know, sometimes you can have your goals mm-hmm. and then there's that fear like, will I get them or will I fail? Yeah. And not just with failure, there's will I be healthy doing it? Will yeah. I take care of my mentor? Will I lose my mind or will I lose myself? That's a real fucking fear. Right? Yeah. Imagine, oh, it's so scary, losing yourself to reach to your goals. Then you reach to your goals and you realize it's not even what you wanted. <laughs> and you gave it your all. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, so it's so scary. <clears throat> I think there are things that we'll talk about as the episode continues on mm. how to cope. Yeah. 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 I would love to explore further on the... Mm. fear of unknown because i feel that it's something we all mm. like in innately st- struggle with right and yeah we'll get into it a bit later yes how about you what uh, are your fears my fears um my biggest fear i think which is sad and a bit pathetic but like share girl my biggest fear is rejection mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I fear being vulnerable mm. or maybe even giving it like committing to something. Yeah. Giving it my oil and it's turning out that being mm. less than enough or like insufficient. And um, so I developed, I have developed this guardedness yeah. about myself. And I feel that a lot of people have the same trait yeah. where. There's this guardedness, there's this one. And I I know it comes from a place of fear of realizing 
you are in fact not slappy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also I'm learning that it's an irrational fear. Mm. Sometimes, I don't know, I would love to explore it further. Yeah. Um, it's something that I still have not resolved. Mm. So I, I, if you're struggling with fear of rejection, honey, I cannot help you much. Yeah. <laughs> but we are in this study together. You're oh, not alone. I'm getting, I'm getting that. You are, you do, some part of you knows it's irrational. Mm. There's, there's other huge parts that can be so consuming and be like, mm-hmm. still there. Still there. Yeah. It's like this undertone that's sitting mm. pretty in the mm. paints. But yeah, that's one of them. The next yeah. one would be failure. Ah. Um, just having, so, because I am aware that I have potential that is something yeah. that i know mm. and i have resources mm. and it would be so sad yeah th- uh, to just become a flop like whatever that means for me it, it's not like success in the in the regular um i know like i feel that i have a unique view of success mm. but if i fail to achieve success that would be that would suck so i really fear failing yeah but also on the other hand i appreciate that failure is is also like a stepping stone a learning point right yeah and it's it's important especially in the creative world it's mm. important to have room to fail yeah. As you develop your identity. And, yada yada. and I think when you think I will fail or tell if I if I don't work it out, let's say I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. It can be overwhelming. Mm. Uh, yeah, it can become your entire identity. Mm. And it's it's also scary imagining like you might forget that it's not your identity. You might forget that it's this just one thing. Right. You, in your mind, it's like your entire life. You put your all in it and then it becomes, it it overwhelms, it takes you over and you're, mm. you're carried by it. Literally in everything, even in your relationships, in mm. literally everything, even a small thing. Mm. Like opening up a bottle when people make it their whole <laughs> identity, they're like, I will fail. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, can't. I can't. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Wow. And we'll help maybe with cognitive restructuring, mm. changing the words by saying, I'm capable. Oh, wow. And I'm open to learning in this experience. Mm, Not, I will fail. So, yeah. Inner dialogue really plays a huge <laughs> role in how you view yourself and the uh, world. Mm. Yeah, and so that conversation needs to yeah. to change, restructured, redesign. Ah, aki- hey, sorry, <laughs> architecture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and earlier on, I had you talk about um, shadow work. Oh yeah. And chakras. Maybe tell us a little bit about that as we get oh. into the questions. Okay. First of all. Your fears are the two you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, failure and, and rejection. rejection. 
Wow. So pathetic. <laughs> Look at you. You need to do some restructuring. <laughs> so redesigning. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm just joking. Okay. I love myself, I mean, <laughs> and my fears. Yeah. How now shadow work, befriending your fears, you know? Mm. You love them. Even though you don't love them, just be friends with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shadow work will help you like get to know the source of your fears mm. and you it's like kujuana ah okay yeah. Yeah. yeah you'll dig so deep see the darkness that lives within you your subconscious and mm. it will bring out so many things and after you're done with shadow arts you'll notice that it's you you're like everything you need to like cope mm. and manage there's this thing I read somewhere that once fear passes through me, there's only one thing left. Myself. Because most Work. of the time, maybe you're fearing who you'll become. Mm. If that thing happens, the thing you fear happens, what mm. will I become? You know? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just you'll find yourself there. Mm. Like what state will it leave me in? Mm. It's, yeah. And... I like what you said about shadow work being a process of like reflection and like doing inner work and exploring that unknown Mm -hmm. because fear comes from a sense of like you don't know what's going on you don't know what's ahead it's like a threat yeah what will happen so I'm imagining that shadow work is a process of like confirmation yeah that you know when this fear you know comes and goes mm. you will still remain you, you right and mm. knowing who that you is and having that trust that that mm. you is unshakable right it yeah. will give you so much courage mm. yes the fear is still there courage it's not absence of fear mm. but it's just even doing it scared doing it afraid yeah oh i love that mm. <laughs> Okay, so... Um, you mentioned chakras. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like the root chakra mm-hmm. is one place to explore when you're feeling so much fear. Oh. Yeah. Oh, is that the one, like, the, the, at the... Mm. At the booty? Yeah. <laughs> it's where you can explore the causes of your fears. Mm-hmm. Because your fears mostly stem from like inner beliefs, mm-hmm. grudges, and like unresolved pain. Inner beliefs, grudges, yeah. and unresolved pain. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you reflect on the root of your fears, Still. let's say in a journal or a trusted friend, mm-hmm. even through shadow work, the roots, you'll mm-hmm. get to befriend your fears and anxiety, mm-hmm. and you'll just know how to manage yourself. You'll feel so one with everything, every emotion you're feeling, including mm-hmm. fear. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm. that reminds me of this uh, concept in counseling called the Johari window mm. and self-awareness Yeah. about how there's uh, see like the frame of our window how it looks yeah. um, say it has like four mm. pieces of window in one frame if that makes sense honey yeah. it's like a cross inside the window yes. and four, four pieces and one of those sides is mm. Um, things that are known to you mm. and to others that's like the open side mm. of yourself and then another 
point is mm. things that are known to you but are unknown to others mm. and then there's things that are unknown to you mm. and unknown to others yeah. and then things that are unknown to you and unknown to others mm. so there's this holistic image mm. representing our knowledge about ourselves about yeah. who we are and having these interactions with our friends mm. and you know in therapy in places mm. of safety we get to become more aware of mm. these things that we don't know mm. and we get to also be vulnerable and yeah. open up to other people to let them in and allow them to to know us true and i like that because self awareness is so important mm-hmm. but also being self aware is not enough Mm. I feel like Work. being self-aware is also a form of protection of self. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so attacked, girl. This is okay. Yeah, so it depends. What are you doing with your self-awareness? I think that's what matters. Mm. The actions you're taking, because mm-hmm. you'll be like, ah, me na jana kwangebo. It ends there. Oh yeah, tea. Yeah, because you're like, I know myself. Oh, that is where the work come in, comes yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. But you see, you you telling yourself, "I mean, you know myself." You're consoling yourself. Mm. But what action are you doing to work on yourself on the thing you're so aware of? Mm. Now that's the hard part. Mm. It kind of sounds like mm. um, when I I shared that my say my one of my biggest fears is rejection mm. Mm. and how so with the fear of rejection comes a, a quest to like know myself know my flaws and like present myself a certain way and to guard myself and so when mm. like i know i have traits that are not agreeable mm. i find a way to package them and to protect myself unconsciously yeah. it's not like deliberate true but you just i just realize that this is not cute mm. but i am still trying to convince myself and the people around me that yeah. this is who I am and I should be like radically accepted for this um but the truth is some mm. there's some responsibility to work on myself yeah. the and, responsibility is huge mm, mm. and I'm acting on fear of rejection yeah deep yikes i just self realization yeah you know it's uncomfortable yeah we're doing it in discomfort we are we're doing it scared mm-hmm. yeah so i feel like you can explore the root chakra mm-hmm. to explore those fears mm-hmm. and give yourself affirmations mm-hmm. like i am grounded yeah i have everything i need mm-hmm. you know I am centered and whole. Mm. And I feel like if you are dealing with so many overwhelming fears and anxiety, mm-hmm. exploring the, your root chakra, the healing practices could be so helpful. Mm. I think I'll post some on our Instagram page like Oh yes. Yeah, I can yes, make please. a poster. Yeah. Yes. I would love to do it myself. Wow. The, the, you sent me a link for like chakras yeah but it was about sexuality oh yes and i didn't <laughs> even make it past the third one girl that shit is deep uh, you know it's very deep and tiring comes a shadow yeah. work yeah Whew. just be patient with yourself yeah and also have grace true um yeah because there's a lot of that you find on yourself mm, tell me about it but you need to have 
that compassion for yourself mm. that yeah there's there's some fallibility maybe yeah. even a lot of fallibility mm. in me but along with that there's that concrete unshakable yeah. worth that mm. i carry and so yes. it's yeah carries you along the whole process and you emerge victorious mm. you emerge as self-aware self-aware girlie yeah self-aware girlie with intention with intention yes very important <laughs> Yes, oh, and mm. so now I would like for us to get into the questions. Yeah, there's some shadow work questions here. We only picked a few, but mm-hmm. Waigwa said he'll post the rest for you guys. Yes. Like a link. Yeah. Yeah, shadow work on fear. Shadow work on fear, and let's get into it. Mm. Remember, befriend your fears. Yes. Yes, honey. Be so. besties. That's your bestie. <laughs> That's your, your bestie. bestie. <laughs> Um, a first question. Um, wow. Here goes. Mm-hmm. When was the first time that you felt fear? Um, when you were young, what triggered you f- your fear, and how would your younger self react? Okay. So, when was the last time you felt fear when you were young? The first time I felt fear. Yeah, yeah. First. Okay. The first time I felt fear was. Mm, yeah, when I was young, and if I'll do something wrong, mm-hmm. like I'll fear my mom's beatings. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I remember that that time my heart could beat so hard. I'm like, I am definitely gonna be whooped, oh. and it will be like this overwhelming fear. Mm. Yeah, and you asked what triggered the fear. Mm. What triggered the fear? Yeah, the pain. The pain of the beating was the trigger. Shafkire mm. Uchungu, oh. you're like, oh shit. Those pinches in the middle of your thighs. I, I used to hate those. Me too. Those were trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Packaged in. Once I used to use a pen. Oh, this the in- teachers. Yeah. So annoying. Ouch. <laughs> those are so yep. foul. Yeah, and my younger self would react by shaking and my heart beating. You were shaking. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'd eventually face the beating. So we had, let's say I'd be shaking, I'm like, oh. but we gotta face the beating. Till you get desensitized, girl. Yeah. I, I, now I like a little beating once in a while. Bye. <laughs> you are true. You need help. You you are disturbed deeply, yeah. my girl. Shout out to my man. <laughs> they need a chapter for you in the DSM five hundred because eh, I can gladly. I won't even deny. And you know another thing that's so interesting. Mm. Um, I heard you say that Kitambo used to be scared of cats. Used to have an entire phobia yeah, of them. Okay. I get goosebumps. You would. Yeah, and each and just. Get it out, please. And look at you now. Right. Our cat mother. Mm, I love cats now. A good flip, honey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's like Crazy. conflict resolution. True. Love wow. that. Mm, what about you? I got. When was the first time you felt fear? Well, mm. the first time I felt fear was when I was maybe, say, 10. Yeah. Mm. Maybe that's not the first time I felt fear, but that's the, the earliest I can remember. That's what's standing out for me. Yeah. I was, um, my mom and I were on our way to her retirement home. I guess she was building somewhere. Mm-hmm. Who called Past Speaker. 
Yeah. And so we were taking a matatu uh, to Thika, and then mm. from Thika taking another one to wherever the house is. Mm-hmm. So on our way to Thika, when we got there, yeah, um, it was it was late in the night at like to say me eight p.m. Mm-hmm. And I was seated at the the mini chairs yeah. yeah, I was seated there like a big boy. My mom was seated at the front kiasi. And so um where we were supposed to have lights, conductor Kafungwam Lango and my mom got off and me I was like peering my way through trying to get off. Mm. But watch out who you conductor Fungem Lango. He shut the door for the matatu and the driver zoomed off. Oh, I mean shit. He zoomed off and we went like so far ahead from where my mom was dropped. And I remember feeling so scared and I let out this scream, honey. Yeah. I was like, no way, I'm a homeless girly. <laughs> I can imagine. Yo, I was so scared. And Damn. I think I, I know I was scared because I yeah. I was lost from my mom i was yeah. and my mom i i love i loved my mom so much yeah and she was like why well, everything then mm-hmm. and i was with her and when i was 10 everything was so big like people are so tall me i'm mm. this tiny little kid True. buildings are so big so imagining how like i would find her inside you know all of all of that was was unfathomable so i was I was I just knew I'm a street child from now on. Shit. <laughs> 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 wow. I can imagine. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like hey, that's so scary. It was I would have sweated. <laughs> I was sweating, honey. I was snorting oh, and oil. Yeah. I was so so scared. A whole matter. Throwing tantrums. Oh, they, they would tell me, oh, relax, relax, mm. when I will find her. They were trying to reassure me. And I was so yeah. mad at that conductor, mm. even in that like reassurance or whatever. <clears throat> and also, I, would not, I could not remember her number. I don't know how to describe her. I don't know. I can't even remember the, the garments she was wearing. I was just uh, confused. You just think, I even don't end that children's home. <laughs> yeah, so he held my hand, the conductor, and we mm. walked back. Uh, the way we came yeah and we were like asking people not asking he was asking me knew you knew you knew you is she her so but eventually we found her and my mom was not even shook Mm. she was so indifferent about it she was like girl relax it was not that big but for me it was such a big thing yeah did you feel validated (laughs) no i did not i that's scary yeah and I'm picking what triggered is that losing your mom. Yeah. The triggered the fear. You're like, she's gonna start living without my mom from today. Mm. And you reacted by screaming. Yeah, honey. Screaming and snorting and throwing down wow. drums and all. Giving the psychological and physiological, <laughs> psychological <laughs> response of fear. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's crazy. And. I will definitely validate you, girl. That was scary. Yeah, right. Thank you. That's crazy. Thank you for acknowledging. Mm. And I guess before we continue, we can take a short break. And we come back to this intense questions. Yes, yes. Mm. See you in a bit. 
Okay, okay. Welcome back. Yes. <laughs> I hope during this week you've been internalized the session, maybe processing it if it resonates. Yes. And now we're going to move on to the next question. Ooh, bring it on. She ready? <laughs> okay. If your fear was a character in a story, how would they look? What message would they have for you? So if fear was a character in my story, mm-hmm. they'd look really tall. Wurka. With a loud sound. Yeah. And would act so calm. Wow. Yet loud when they speak. That's scary. Right? Yeah. Oh god, it's so scary. <laughs> and then the message they'll have for me is Whitney, just sit around because nothing is going to work out for you. Ooh. It's all going to end soon and very badly. Oh my god, I hate her. Who is this? Yikes. That character is very scary. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very evil. I know, so tall. Loud sound. They don't even have a color. They're just tall. tall. Yet act so, so calm, but when mm. they speak, they're so loud. Wow. It, yeah, it sounds like a person would gaslight you. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, um, so the message they'd have for you is you sit around because nothing is gonna work mm-hmm. out. Where does that come and from? And it's all gonna end very badly. Jesus. Tell me about it. <laughs> that is grave, but yeah, that is yeah. Yeah, that is scary. I Imagine mean, she's living her job. Living like that, fear. <laughs> My fear. <laughs> How do you expect me to live like that every day? Most days, yeah, I'm gonna work on you, mm. and we're gonna, we're gonna be friends. You're gonna. <laughs> I would fight her. Fuck being really friends. True. We're gonna fight first before we become friends. Cause what are you telling me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's giving Godzilla. Mm. <laughs> it's giving. She's scared. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I'd like to hear yours. Before I get into where it's stemming from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what would mine mine would look like her from the Pop of Girls. Oh, it's him, yeah. honey. Ooh. Yeah. The echoey voice voice. Yeah. That is so it's sort of it's so scary. Mm. But also it carries so much weight. True. And I saw the photo of him. Yeah. He's like attractive yet scary. It's like so sexy. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's such a complex look. Yeah. And the <laughs> character is so complex as well. Wow. And takes on so many forms. Mm. Goes above and beyond to sabotage the girlies. I left you watching Pop of Girls. Did you watch? During the holidays. I watched an episode. Yeah. <laughs> then you're like, oh, how about grown it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to get back into it. Yeah. I just need to be in the zone. Kind of I like guess. anime. Sometimes you True. can't watch mm. it. You have to be in the zone. Yeah. That was me with Winnie the Pooh. Okay, though me, I watched like, so many episodes. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I went on a streak. Of, I think I regressed, honestly. <laughs> That was regression. <laughs> Serials and cartoons. Wow. Oh yeah, mm. you're one of those girls who are watching KTN, Kitambo. Yeah, definitely. Jesus. I was a KTN girl. I was not a KTN girl. Oh, 
I was like, I'm better than this whole. Oh. What, what what business do you have watching it again? It was so uh-huh. compared to NTV, yeah. which had Robot Boy and Akina, uh-huh. Pop of Girls. Damn, I'm picking. I didn't watch that. You didn't watch that. Yeah, and Courage the Cowardly Dog was in which one? NTV. Oh, then I Cartoon watched, Network. I that one. Work. Oh, she I was versatile. Yeah. She was eclectic. Integrative. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yours looks like him. Yes. Mm, mm. The color, the look, and everything. Mm. And the reason is, again, the voice mm. really pierces through and it carries so much weight. And mm. it's kind of sexy. Yeah, and I'm and thinking the echoing, it's repetitive. Mm, yeah. It makes sure, like, it has to mm. sink in, it carries. Honestly, humans, we are overwhelmed because this, <laughs> this description sounds heavy. They are. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just us too. Can you imagine the rest of the world? Yeah. I would love to hear, like, for anyone who's listening, what right? does fear look like for you? Yeah. I feel like we could come up with some amazing characters. Okay. Honestly, DM us, reach out, describe yeah. what fear looks like to you. To the, the character. proposal to Peleke Katwin Network. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. And what message does him have for you? Oof, that's that I am not enough, and that I shouldn't even try to find out because there's nothing there. Mm. <laughs> and I think there's i was watching i've been watching rupaul drag race season seven yeah the one where katya and trixie mattel are in oh trixie dropped got dropped mm. like <laughs> as soon as <laughs> bless her yeah. but there's this character called pal mm. um i know you haven't watched it i'm definitely gonna watch it oh yes yes you need to mm-hmm. but yeah there's this character called pal and i remember rue um Telling Pal like mm. constantly to to get out of her shell, yeah, and to like take a risk. But Pal kept being like so offended about it. Yeah, this idea that you know, Akim, the judges were insinuating that mm. she doesn't have personality mm. and that she's there's not much to her. And I imagine that. I, I just picked that Pal also had that fear that damn, what if there's nothing more to me than this and they're not even eating up what I'm serving. Damn. And there's this expectation and there's this fear that I I might never deliver what you want. And I'm mm. I there was this sense of like Pal was Pal's existence was being questioned like sense yeah. of worth like you don't even deserve to be here if you can't show out and i really i really felt that yeah. and i guess that's where this message is coming from yeah do you think they handled it well with pal <clears throat> um i guess pal really needed to hear that because mm. after a couple of episodes there was a bit of like tension between pal and rue but mm. eventually pal really showed out and went off oh i love that yeah so rue was confrontational was confrontational sometimes you need that yeah it wasn't like absolutely sensitive mm. it was insensitive in fact but it's it was necessary for mm. pal and True. they 
they showed out and they delivered. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my message. Heavy. <laughs> yeah. I also would want to know the source. The source? Of the message. Yeah. Okay. Of you're not enough. Where it comes from. Yeah. I don't really know what really something you'll explore right yeah something i'm looking forward to exploring mm. this shadow work fucking questions i need <laughs> i know you feel the energy just whoo, yeah heavy. i'm sweating um so the next question is how has fear influenced your connection with family friends mm-hmm. and romantic partners and yeah. what parts of yourself do you fear they might see damn okay i wrote these questions <laughs> honey <laughs> no this question you chose yeah yeah i did <laughs> okay fear has influenced my connection like, i'll start with family mm-hmm. my connection with family i guess when i distance myself mm-hmm. because of being afraid to face them mm-hmm. let's say it's some family members let's say my mom says we need to talk about something mm-hmm. I immediately feel fear Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So most of the time, I'll just avoid. And then we need show. to talk conversation. Yeah, they won't show up for it. So you see, that influences the connection. Mm. But I feel like 2023, how love was a big part. Mm-hmm. It also gave me the energy. Mm. Funny thing, our previous episode was love. Funny. Yeah. Still, <laughs> before you work on things, love is like a base. It is all my like days. That small capuche. You yeah. Know, you give yourself, like, I'm going to be here when you're done. Just know that, you know, you tell mm. yourself that mm. when you're done facing that conversation, I'm going to take you, maybe you eat smocha. Yeah. <laughs> you give yourself a treat. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that avoiding difficult conversations influenced my fear of those conversations, influenced my connection with family. Mm. My friends, hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess with my friends, it's that I'm afraid to speak my mind often because I think that maybe I'm doing too much or overthinking. Because mm. the what I say mostly in my interactions, mm-hmm. and not even everything I want to say, I have so much more in my head. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, it's just really, <laughs> it's I'm like, okay, I think. I shouldn't speak my mind this much. Really? Yeah. So I wouldn't. I would love to hear everything that's going on in your mind. Everything. Yeah. I know there's a shady element, but I love to hear it. I no, love shady. Imagine there's no shady element. There's no shady element. It's just that I feel like I'll I'll leave the conversations with them feeling like Whitney is so deep, and Whitney can be dreaming with all this deep talk. Wow, well, come yeah, on now. Yeah, those are the we thoughts, deep talks. right? Yeah. The overthinking, mm-hmm. I guess. So I guess it influences somehow, mm-hmm. but it's something that I easily work on. Work. My romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's, I think it's that fear of repatterning unhealthy romantic relationships with toxicness, mm. abusive, whether physical abuse or verbal abuse. Mm. There's just no peace. Yeah, I fear that. I fear. Yeah, that is scary. I mean, it's a right that you fear that. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but also, um, 
it's it's risk there's a risk of taking on that role mm. to be like the polar opposite yeah of that mm. that i've seen and known my yeah. whole life yeah and True. so it's important mm. you know to like walk in awareness of that right yeah. and it will affect our resolve conflict mm. like immediately i see something scary like mm. something that's going to repeat itself i'll just leave i'll immediately break up with the person <coughs> and that's that's not right. the healthiest thing is it mm-hmm. yeah like i was telling my god my therapist just one day told me <laughs> <laughs> you living these relationships is you repatterning the relationships you have known your whole life only that you're living mm. without a child and Work. I was like okay <laughs> i mean that's a big win but like right <laughs> yeah i can do better <laughs> it was so confrontational which i needed uh-huh. it because i needed to see because mm. i was a type hey, leave leave mm. i didn't stay to resolve a conflict at least mm. make the person aware of what they've done to me how it's mm. made me feel how it's affected me mm. and we work on it you see and yeah. i feel like that's a point of growth work yeah because nowadays i love conflict like mm. i look at conflict <laughs> as a point of bonding more growing oh, more I hear you. depending on how you resolve it with each other i think i i have a fear that's something else that mm. i should have added i have an absolute fear of conflict because yeah. i know that it always ends bad mm. for me and True. it doesn't have to and that's what i'm realizing with you right yeah. and i think you fear because most of the time people end end it with leaving mm. now me i used to be those people who left so i'm sure i've made other people maybe scared of conflict because yeah. they're like you're gonna leave <laughs> oh no honey i was traumatized yeah yeah <laughs> I, and right now being able to create that space of talking it out mm. calmly compromising do we take some time mm. before we come back to it there's just ways you can find in your relationship to resolve it and conflict gets fun wow healthy resolving a conflict is fun take away conflict <laughs> is fun yes honey. it's a point of growth and bonding even more yeah and maybe mm. just to add on to what you said about you know repatterning and carrying on you know patterns mm. Mm. that you saw that you don't like yeah. in family therapy when we were learning mm. we were taught about individuation yeah and the opposite of individuation is enmeshment mm. so enmeshment is where everyone in the family is so mm. like in each other's lives is mm. so dependent on each other mm. da, da, da. but when there's this false idea of individuation being cut off from your family yeah like physically putting yourself away from them uh in an attempt to like end the cycles and other patterns yeah but the truth is that extreme action of like cutting yourself off it makes sense physically to get away especially if it's causing you harm yeah. but also it's not it does not assure that you will not continue those cycles that's and even like going away like cutting them off can perpetuate it further true. intensify it that's so true yeah and so wow. and, and especially for queer people mm. it's unfortunate that a lot of us really have to like physically separate from our families mm. for our own safety but also we are left with a massive task of individuating psychologically mm where we have to 
um, reconcile those mm-hmm. patterns and create our own and become you know our mm-hmm. ideal selves True. or our organismic selves in, 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 in a healthy way right yes that's deep the same way you're saying yes you can physically remove yourself from that mm-hmm. but you even still stay in that pattern right? yeah yeah like they're just running away but not facing your yeah. triggers mm. not working on them yeah yeah damn that's a point to take home yeah and yeah. conflict is good right <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah what about you uh, oh wait you asked another question the last part of the question was uh, the last part of the question was what parts of yourself do you mm-hmm. fear they might see parts of myself I fear they might see I think it's now my family friends and partners mm, mm. oh that's deep well it writes <laughs> honey we should just, we should have just stuck to the first half okay guess my vulnerability especially mm-hmm. with my some family members yeah Okay, Ooh. your vulnerability. It's I'm holding back information. The information you. is stuck on my throat. <laughs> Physically, that is fear. <laughs> Physical manifestation. Yes, love it's manifesting. Natural. But fear will pass through me and all will be left is myself. Work. So I guess the parts of myself that I fear people to see. I feel, I feel like the vulnerability is a huge part. Mm-hmm. Especially when crying, such things, such mm-hmm. emotions. Mm-hmm. Why wow, you really don't want to be seen, especially if there's not that safe space. Mm-hmm. Another part of myself, I'll honestly say, it's my body hairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, mm, it's a part of myself that I won't let maybe some people see. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I think... It makes sense that you'd feel that way. Yeah. And because being vulnerable is such a raw state mm-hmm. and you need to be safe but. before you allow yourself to yeah. like and let loose. Right. And so people need to earn your vulnerability. What? If they have not approved themselves, mm-hmm. then they they basically do not deserve your vulnerability mm-hmm. and it's it's unfortunate that especially with family that um they are the ones who are hardest to be vulnerable around yeah but also it's because we throughout our in our most vulnerable spaces mm-hmm. we have been with them in like when we were toddlers when we were children and mm-hmm. they are all we had yeah true but we got harmed in one way or another mm-hmm. and so it makes sense that as an adult they still fear uh, to be vulnerable around them because That's so true. yeah mm-hmm. we've been beaten once so we are tax shy right and and about, yeah i noticed like even with my small sister change change too when i was away from home mm-hmm. really affected how she acts around me and I feel like I spent the whole of 2023 earning her vulnerability again. Mm. So you're saying that, and I'm so reflective. I'm like, true, vulnerability is definitely earned. Mm-hmm. You don't just expect, hi, I'm back. Let's yeah. be how we used to be. Mm-mm. It doesn't work like yeah. that. Same respect is earned. True. Yeah. 
I like that. Yeah. They feel so safe. Yeah. All of vibes. Mm. What about you? What about me? Ooh, it's mean, only question three, guys. Girl, <laughs> we're halfway there. Yeah. So, okay, how has fear influenced my connection with family, friends, and romantic partners? Mm. Family, um, fear has made me closed off with some of my family. Mm. Mm. But also fear has made me realize safety in other members of my family. Yeah. So it's it's been it's been a bit of a balance. Yeah. So I like that. Mm. Uh, with friends, fear has made me jump into the, the biggest conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, like make a big deal out of like small signs or yeah. red flags. Mm. Um, fear has made me read into things a lot, mm. but also fear has also protected me from a lot of things, mm. from a lot of harm. Yeah, um, that, yeah, that evasiveness to yeah. some degree has served me well yeah. because. I have had people who I almost like became like close friends with, mm. but for one reason or the other, for the smallest reason, honestly, mm. I I became distant. Mm. But then, when I hear stories, honey, mm. from other people, I realize, girl, mm. I was on the right track. Double it. Yeah, that yeah, fear really worked for me. In some in some spaces, but sometimes I I um, I feel that it's it's kept me from such beautiful relationships, like in friendship. Um, fear of rejection, mostly, yeah. especially as a queer person. There's I I fear of obviously we all have this underlying fear that. Mm. Um, a new person we meet will not accept us for who we are. Mm. And this manifested for me, a good example would be when I was getting into like, mm. you know, college and, you know, interacting with my classmates for first, for the first time. Mm. Like in my head, I knew all of these bitches are homophobes yeah. and I should never, mm. never even speak of it. I should like present myself mask. I should... Mm you know, refrain from sharing my honest opinion about certain things. Mm. But now as we are like finishing mm. is when I'm realizing we have so many allies in our class. Wow. And there's so much like opportunity that mm. was there to just be myself, myself yeah. and experience acceptance mm. and reassurance. But Fear kept me from mm. experiencing that. Um, but it's not too late. True. I have been able to, you know, come out to a few of my classmates. And yeah. there has been so much support. Oh, wow. And it's amazing. It's it's disillusioning in a good way. Right. It's And it's not too late. I like how you said it. It's, it's not, not too late. Because it's... That feeling, mm. the time that it has come, mm -hmm. it's what's needed. It's enough. Yeah. 
because even though you said it earlier on mm-hmm. you would have just felt the same feeling mm. and years will just pass by mm. and it wouldn't be as a big a deal yeah because yeah, they, yeah. they really know you're just there yourself yeah true yeah, and there's so much value right now in right? that i have also learned that you know gotten to demystify this fear mm. that i have carried for you know this long and yeah. now i i have experienced it and i'm tossing it as a lesson that wow it's, it's not real fears are not real sometimes true yeah but yeah. sometimes they yeah. are true. there's like that neurotic anxiety are uh, neurotic yeah <laughs> that that's like real cuz yeah. it's literally a lion right in front of you yeah or like real yeah. real danger See, in the jungle honey yeah, yeah. and there's that imaginary mm-hmm. threat yeah this one's irrational yeah. it's just and i feel like those are the ones that consume our lives even more yeah the yes. the battles in the mind yeah. just imagining shits irrational shit irrational shit hadi <laughs> wow but yeah we are learning that that mm. was a really big stepping stone for me this year that was another big win for me wow and with relationships mm. self sabotage self sabotage fear of rejection yeah fear of being told bitch you are not all that mm. and yeah and especially falling for someone and loving them so much giving them your all yeah and refining out they don't see i i have had an experience yeah. in that mm. regard and it was really painful and i mm. think i developed a wall i built a wall very fast for the build and i know the tools and all okay. that's so true and honestly your wall has been slowly crumbling down has it really yeah i can feel the energy from last year at some point work like, you can just feel it well, thank you, you know, being <laughs> so structured yeah mm. I'm, i'm 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 excited to thank see you. where it's going no, i just need a man <laughs> <laughs> you will get a man because girl you are enough you are it that's the tea honey that's yes. the tea mm-hmm yeah um so what parts of yourself of do Ooh. i fear they might see mm-hmm. what what with my family mm. i think it, it um maybe my queerness really like materializing yeah. and it's becoming a real thing a real problem yeah. that's a big fear for me mm. it's been used against me um in friendship i i know i'm not i'm not scared of a bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> but romantically yeah. i think just them finding out that mm. um not really finding out but them just playing fucking playing like infidelity or n- not necessarily uh, infidelity but like just not knowing that they like materially just not knowing that they actually love me or care for me wow yeah that's that's scary for me i i would need like an assuredness 
and yeah. but Affirmation. yeah mm-hmm. and you I deserve guess. all that honestly yeah you shouldn't be any less i have not you know what i've not even experienced a relationship where i'm being like a farm yeah not really mm-hmm. yeah so that would be nice maybe that would fix me <laughs> i feel like you knowing what you would need yeah in a relationship will be so helpful in your next connection because mm. those are things you can share with your partner mm. and it will be so easy to know if they care because mm. they'll listen yeah like actively listening and yeah will act on it even days you don't expect it yeah and you know right now i'm thinking yeah. like i i don't know what i need i don't know what i want mm. but i do know my fears and i know I do know my fears mm. and my past experiences. Maybe I can share that and they be used for themselves. True. I know. Yeah. Maybe some people will just be creative with it and know. Yeah. What can I do <laughs> to reduce this fear? My baby is feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right? Yeah, I do not know. I, will, uh, I listen back <laughs> to this fucking... <laughs> because I don't even yeah. know. I feel like you do know somehow. Do you yeah. mention the affirmations? Mm. Yeah. And maybe even as you get to express it to your partner, it will just come. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I guess. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm eager. The next question. Yes. Uh huh. How has fear impacted your professional life? Ooh. Okay. My professional life, I'm thinking, it involves CVs. For me, professional life sounds very corporate. Mm-hmm. Career. Career. Yeah. Or, or like anything making. you career occupation. Yeah, occupation. Even as a student, still like a, yeah. I think. True, I get you. Yeah. So me, when I think professional life, I imagine things like writing CVs, having mm. resumes, updating them. Da 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 da. Then mm. you make them seem like too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's I think that it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> with little time. Mm. So it impacts. So I don't do it. Oh. Yeah. Well, that used to happen tambo mostly. Oh yeah. But nowadays, mm. like I don't let it, you know, my fear coming between me and pursuing something. Mm. Yeah, I guess when I was a bit younger, I'd be like, mm, this is too much. I'll never even make time to write my CV. I'll be like, I start with my name, mm. and I'm like, oh <laughs> no. And maybe what is it about it? Is it that mm. it, the process of it is difficult? Or like a CV is such a big deal, or is it that you struggle extracting like selling points? I think um, it's because Mm -hmm. I I used to feel like fuck, this is not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe I'll get lost in that corporate life. Mm -hmm. If I get this job, I'll be like nine to five. Ah, yeah, yeah. And then I think I grew up learning that the things I need will need me to make money. And so it's for me to keep myself grounded. Mm. Yeah, I'm saying the mindfulness. It's for me to do that and not get lost in a corporate life mm. and forget about my actual dream. Mm-hmm. So yeah, before it was that fear of just, I thought I could make it another way. Yeah. And I still can. Yeah. Just that you got to start somewhere. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. 
you're utilizing like what is here for you in the present yeah yeah to get to where you want to be and also trusting that you know you can still adhere to your initial dream right yeah without yeah. losing in the amen. corporate world Ooh, amen Work. how about you my fear um maybe um when i started doing my practicum mm-hmm. you know my internship for mm-hmm. therapy yeah i started at um at a school mm-hmm. um you know counseling kids mm-hmm. and it has been a lovely experience yeah. but initially i used to feel like such an imposter yeah i think because again i'm a queer person mm-hmm. and i know that like for I don't know teachers and parents rara because of mm. my experience in high school that they loathe queer people yeah. and if they know that this this is a this is a femme top oh god just stretching us right yeah this is a queer person they would mm. I don't know I just I that fear yeah so there was that sense of like in adequacy and feeling that i don't belong and honestly the truth is i don't really ever want to practice like professionally mm. in a school or whatever i just needed to like get my hours and experience mm. it a little before canceling it out true but yeah yeah that was that that yeah that was big for me last year yeah, and i hope that even wherever you work like, mm-hmm. i hope that you never hide that part of yourself ever yeah i feel like if you're not accepted there if they're gonna fire you fine mm. talk about you fine because mm. hey, there's nothing as good as just being yourself Gee. right yeah yeah like there's this show brooklyn my mine oh the captain captain holt oh yeah you remember captain holt yeah, yeah. And he was so openly gay, but he received so much trouble in his career. Yeah. But he didn't let it like stop him till he became a captain. Work, yeah, right. right. So, and he was such a diligent captain. Right. Yeah. How did gazing come in between that? Right. I can do my job. Yeah, I can do zesty and delivery. Hey, please. Yeah. <laughs> so he's so inspiring that character. Just mm. be yourself. You can still get to where you want to be, right? Oh, that's a beautiful. Yeah, I need to watch it. I need yeah. to watch it. <laughs> well, moving on to the next question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If fear is a messenger from your subconscious, mm. how do you feel about it? And what might it be trying to tell you? Okay. Ooh. Oh, indeed. <laughs> subconscious. How I feel? It's how ruthless. Feel? Oh annoying mm-hmm. and scary mm. ruthless because the way it says mean things <laughs> yeah annoying because it's repetitive like mm. even the time i don't want to hear you like why are you talking why are you here yeah <laughs> <laughs> and scary mm-hmm. and then you asked what might it be trying to tell me yes it might be trying to tell me that failure is overwhelming Mm. so i guess that's why it was telling me just sit around nothing is going to work out because mm. it can't maybe my subconscious can't handle that mm. overwhelming feeling mm. yeah so you know even some emotions try to protect you Gee. yeah it's telling you just sit mm. 
let's not face that mm. overwhelming feeling. And it's also trying to tell me that I'll want to spend my time with loved ones more. Oh, work. Yeah. I can, and I can use that information to continue pursuing my dreams and loving even harder every second. Okay, loving harder. While I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what fear may be trying to tell me. Well, your fear is really preaching, carrying the word of the <laughs> Lord, honey. Oh, wait, but it's not saying it the in good Lord. words. Yeah. <laughs> so the subconscious, you just you can just tell, hey, well, this fear, what is it trying to say? I know it's saying it in a harsh way. Mm. It's so ruthless in how it's putting the words. But what message is it trying to send to me? Mm. Yeah, because fear is to protect you from threat mm. or like a danger yeah yeah so what's this thing it's trying to protect me from yeah yeah i guess that's it <sighs> wow work now right. i can't even uh, <laughs> how am i supposed to go after that <laughs> what um, do it let me think um okay i have it i think mm-hmm. i have it mm-hmm. so yeah um f- for me i feel that fear is is a bit of a of a mixed villain like one of those mm. you know characters that are good yeah. are bad but eventually they turn out to be good kind of like maleficent mm. i think yeah the it's 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 complex yeah. and i have mixed feelings about it it depends on what she's coming with mm. um but i think the one thing that fear reminds me is that I'm not all that. Yeah. In a good way and in a bad way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because I do need to preserve myself mm. a lot of times mm. because my bandwidth is not all that. There's a, there's only so many things I can handle. Mm. And so I think fear protects me from harm. Yeah, it does protect me from harm, like obviously. But also, it's it's underestimates me sometimes. Mm. So it's like a bit of a dance with which trying to like, you mm. know, get to the end in with with some some fun, I guess. I get you. With a bit of thrill, it's it's thrilling. Wow, that's <laughs> really fear. complex. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> that is really complex. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that that is it for me and fear as a messenger yeah. from the subconscious. And now the final question: mm. How does fear influence your creative process? How does fear influence your creative process? Mm. That is such an interesting question. Right. Yeah, I feel so strongly about it. Wow. Tell us. Okay. Well, the strength is there. Um, so <laughs> I think a lot of creative people experience this thing called a block mm. where you you feel stuck and you feel say drained and I I think sometimes it comes with mm. or it even comes from a sense of inadequacy like yeah. damn um, I'm gonna get caught in my lie like this fuss that I've created mm. um, that is not really all that. Yeah. And I think that causes creative people 
to get stuck. Mm. Wow. Yeah. What do you that think? That is true. Especially... You're a creative person. Yeah, as an artist, that's so true. Yeah. Though it's something I experienced mainly in 2022. Mm-hmm. I was about to say 2022. Do people say that? <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah. Mm. We and the block is frustrating because mm. you try and pick your pen, some beats, and nothing is coming out of you. Mm. It's like even the things you used to write about are not you anymore. No work, yeah. So even you're trying to force yourself to write that, it's not flowing how it used to. So I feel like artists should allow themselves to just change mm-hmm. and not hold on to one identity. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like artists should also, personally me, mm-hmm. once I stopped giving myself that structure in my art, mm-hmm. like I have to write every week, I have to mm. you know, compose every time. Once I stopped giving myself that structure, I had so much freedom in my creativity. I create anywhere I am mm. and it just flows. I don't even need to go looking for a beat. I just let it flow mm. in the shower. Then you just write it down. Yeah. And later on maybe you can find a beat for it. Yeah. yeah? It sounds to me like fear fear comes as an opportunity to reinvent and mm. like expand your resources. Yeah, funny thing that's what I wrote. Work. That uh it encourages me to take more risks. Mm. The fear in yeah. my heart. I don't just stick. Whatever I feel I want to let out, I mm. let it the fuck out. Yeah. I don't let fear. Fear like pushes me to be like, yo, this is your art. See it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. At the same time, the fear can limit your expression. Right? Yeah. It really can. Mm. I feel that it adds so much value to your work. When there's that fear mm. to express your honest truth, and especially when you know you push through the fear and you know do it afraid, mm. it can be such a rewarding experience. Yeah. And so I think that whole climb or that whole like anticipation and like, mm. f- yeah, that feeling of like anxiety wow. really really adds volume mm. to what you're putting out yeah yeah mm. work creativity and creativity. to you does fear influence or you mostly wanted to talk about like other pers- people's perspective on creativity yeah yeah i i yeah i think i i just feel the same way as you it's oh. it's it's mm. adds value to, to to the art yeah. and it's an opportunity kind of like mm. crisis when mm. i learned about the crisis mm. it's it it is a like a crisis okay fears can cause a crisis you know yeah. where you feel overwhelmed and stuck and blocked mm. and so when you're at this end of a cliff and you don't know like where to go next what to do then you have to become resourceful. You have to dig deep into yourself to realize those resources that you have not been using before. And so it expands your abilities as a creative person. Mm. It's it's a trek. It's really hard. Yes. But 
it's rewarding in the end. I, I like the terms you usually use, like how you've said you've reached the end of the cliff. Mm-hmm. Or the same as you say something like, you're pulling the thread from a sweater. And, <laughs> you know, why you go <laughs> using so amazing expressions? Well, thank you, boy. You too, yeah. honey. Oh, thanks. I just, I, I have the idea of a fish I don't remember shoots. <laughs> but I just remember being gagged. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wow, guys. So I think we'll take another break because, whoo, girl, intense. Yes, ma'am. Then we'll be back. Hello, hello. Hey, we are back. <laughs> Rolling, feeling good, <laughs> feeling tired, but we're back. We are Kiki. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> And now we're getting into um, into fear and yeah. how it manifests across genders. Yes. We have had this conversation just a bit earlier mm. about how, you know, you can observe fear in different genders differently. And especially mm. the um, heteronormative, mm. you know, form of gender like men and women. Yeah. Um, and I feel that as children, um, male children, especially as boys, were brought up to express fear in anger or any negative emotion, or you know, in anger, like being upset, kicking mm-hmm. shit, and that's what is acceptable. True. But if you express it in, you know, crying, yeah. Or in being upset. True. Or even saying I'm scared. Or even saying I'm scared. Yeah. That would be unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And so you're forced to suppress any other emotion mm-hmm. that is associated with, you know, fear and any other emotion that is unfeminine. And yeah. you just, all of it just has to come through this anger channel. Yeah. And for women, I think it's... Um, now you have to express your emotions in you know crying mm. and breaking down like that is what is acceptable in our breathing mm. and so it's difficult as an adult expressing or getting in touch with your feelings yeah after all this conditioning the stigma the stigma everything else becomes unacceptable so fear becomes unacceptable you can't you can't shake around into... <laughs> yeah hey hide around behind who you can't you have to like face it it's and crazy honestly yeah so the, the, the even even for me as a queer like person who feels so far removed from you know masculinity i still need to repattern yeah. Because there is still that underlying conditioning mm. that keeps me leaning towards this stereotypical way of expressing my feelings, especially True. things which I don't understand. Mm. And so, yeah, yeah. And I'm wondering what you think. Wow. I feel like you said it so well. Maybe we just need to all find ways to like reduce the stigma. Mm. It can be self stigma within mm. yourself, because you know, Kogopa is you know, being weak. Mm. They say, mm. Yeah, mama. 
Jesus, that's why being a pussy pisses me yeah, off so I much. Know. Yeah, being a pussy. Yeah. Uh, my God, I think deconstruct the, 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 the mm. stigma within yourself. That mm-hmm. self stigma. I think that's the best place to start from. Because mm-hmm. once you don't have the stigma within yourself, you won't be afraid mm-hmm. <laughs> to say you're afraid yes. to other people, right? Because mm-hmm. You accept yourself as human, mm. and even me, I experience fear, Joe. Mm. Single. Mm. Then now, the public stigma, I feel like once you know yourself and know mm. it's human nature, mm. there's a way you can even educate the public and say, eh, yes, you, you, call, you call me a pussy, but mm. I know I'm just a human being. Mm. I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, I, I just remembered how you just shared about, you know, a client yeah. who you had. Yeah. Who, you know, was a man, like a natural man. Mm. And he, you know, saw crying yeah. as an unacceptable behavior mm. for a man. Mm. But then eventually he came to you and told right. you how, like... He breaks down in the middle of the night. And it's his new favorite activity <laughs> at night. You it know? feels good. Yeah, it's like at night I just cry and I feel good. Yeah, and it makes sense oh. that maybe he does it like under the covers or whatever because there is mm. safety in that. Mm. And True. that's okay as long as you allow yourself to mm. feel it. True, I like yeah. that. Because if the public stigma feels overwhelming, because even some people can get abusive, even in queer community mm-hmm. uh, so i think allow yourself give yourself the patience even mm. though you'll only be vulnerable with your fear mm. in safe spaces that's okay before you get to be that way anywhere right mm. yeah. uh, actually now that you brought in you know queer spaces mm. i when i used to work in one of these like queer organizations mm. um where i did hiv testing mm. so one of my colleagues there uh, we were having tea mm. and um, we were talking about queers, you know, we used to work with, you know, men who have sex with men, mm. sex workers, yeah. and other populations that are at risk, like in Isarasada, those two populations. Yeah. So the, the lady, you know, you uh, talked about how, like, she is done with the gay. Mm. <laughs> like, these people are so rude. Mm. Wana wanaangalia mtu vibaya alafu anakujibu vibaya ra, 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 ra. Mm. and they are so like difficult with information mm. and you know there i was passing as like a hetero obviously mm. yeah. and, you know clearly this is the reason yeah and so she didn't know that she was she was chatting to a, yeah. a queer and that made me mm realize how like even in spaces that are presented to be safe mm. for queer people you know she has a responsibility to understand yeah. that this person is masked they're blocking and it's a way for them to protect themselves uh, a queer person coming to the reception and being a bit of a bitch mm. is perfectly normal and it's accept- expected mm. because they we fucking hell we have gone through so much outside Mm -hmm. and it's so difficult to trust anyone anymore and Mm -hmm. there's this like preconceived idea that everybody is the same because we've experienced hate from everybody so when they come to the reception and they chat a little maybe a little badly ama they Mm -hmm. are a little withholding 
it makes sense that they are that way and so you need to put the in the work end yeah because you first of all you're a professional exactly yeah and so yeah that came to mind how like Mm. yeah um, there is still stigma towards fear because the queers Mm. are afraid of giving in giving Mm. up information or letting down their guard Mm. and so people in the service industry should understand that especially if you're working in a queer space yeah yeah and those i think the psychological aspects of fear are so hard to express mm. for, for the queer people and i feel also for men mm-hmm. which reminds me when i was working mm-hmm. like you expect like a space for mental health services to be you know safe mm. but you hear even professional psychologists mm. talking shit about a mentally <laughs> ill patient right and i'm like Girl. the stigma is even within people who offers professional help mm. it can be so aggravating it it can You're like yeah. why are you here then yeah right and she's yeah. eating up the checks Damn. for like donations for queer people that is what she's using to feed herself and her family what? and yet zero yeah. respect for the queers chatting shit the nerve it's fucked up honestly it is but you know what they're still there they're still kicking it and mm-hmm. the people who have the responsibility ama the capacity mm-hmm. to make these changes and to ensure safety for the queer people are not doing shit as long as they're getting their bag True. and that's the sad truth so it's just us left <laughs> yeah 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 we just got to take this responsibility and you know yeah honestly i feel like if someone is disrespectful you have the right to just talk and give them a piece of your of your cake and be like you it's not cool what you're saying mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think so i, I think you would have yeah you i was scared yeah you were scared yeah i yeah i was just like hmm. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. i sipped my tea and i moved along yeah i remember for me i talked back to the psychologist yeah. i was like then why are you here you know because mm. even the next group therapy i mm. made the title stigma <laughs> on mental health wow and they mentioned how even some professionals yep oh, that's me good. i love that yeah, yeah i should have spoken up myself yeah looking back but i was scared like that's mm. all i had to get by true whereas i'm like, gonna find another <laughs> job that was it <laughs> and it's valid honestly yeah but i love the job anyway <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I feel like next time, if you stand up for what's right, right things will come your way. That's true. Even though you lose your job, okay, unless you have like five kids to feed. I guess the message yeah. is do it afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, interesting. So yeah. the stigma is crazy. The stigma is crazy. Mm. And then mm. sometimes fear can serve a purpose like it can be useful to us right and mm-hmm. for example that thing about you know the colleague who was chatting shit about the gays yeah that fear that i felt mm. should have been assigned to me that i am doing the right thing mm. it's scary mm. and it's it might be a big thing yeah. but it's a big good thing mm. yeah and nice. i'm wondering for you how does useful fear look like mm, i feel like useful fear to me looks like it helps me survive right yeah it gives me that survival instinct 
Mm. Let's say it's dark and someone else is walking behind you. Mm. Yeah, you even put your lighter next to you. you yeah. Know, survive in case <laughs> something happens. Yeah. You're walking too close now. I got a lighter. I'm gonna burn your face. You also have a wow. <laughs> in case you do anything that is. Oh. I'll protect myself. <laughs> yeah, it's like self-preservation. Yeah. Yeah. Then it also oh. helps you like helps me adapt to threat. So things like now my fear for loud noises to help me move swiftly because mm. now my hearing is so accurate. Mm. If I know the loud noise is coming from that side, in case it's something bad, I'm mm. act swiftly on the opposite direction. Yeah. So yeah, it has those useful parts. Mm. And learning from negative experiences, like let's say, um, oh God, let's say you get crabs or UTI <laughs> from using all the way to crabs <laughs> I know. down and wow <laughs> it's like the first example I came to <laughs> let's say from using public toilets yeah, so yeah. dirty or mm. from having like the worst sex experience mm. so you learn from that because you fear getting that itch you're like oh I don't want to yeah. get it I don't want to get it mm. so fear helps you like take that lesson in you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and navigate yes and i feel like we also plays a role in decision making just how you decide mm. let me not do that and do this instead right? yeah yeah and yeah you know that that's how we've evolved even as, as a human race yeah from time immemorial like fear has served such a big role for mm. us true yeah and so and it's amazing how it, like that uh, knowledge about what to be scared of and what not to be scared of mm. gets carried into our genes. Mm. Like these things we're just naturally scared of mm. and it's because they are bad for us. Yeah. And it's just, it's just there. You oh. can grow up in a bush alone, mm. but still as a human being, you are drawing from the same well as mm. a city girl. Yeah, true. It's amazing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> City girl. Yes, I mean. Wow. Speaking of decision making, mm-hmm. that should be a whole other topic one day, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I have a lot to say about that. Yeah. I do be making decisions. <laughs> good and bad. Bad and good. Oh, it's a blend. <laughs> it's a concussion, honey. Tell me about it. Ooh. And I can't wait to give out a model that will help with decision making. Yeah, when that day comes. Who work like the sandwich model? Yeah, you remember. <laughs> of course, I remember. <laughs> now this is gonna be another word. Work. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so I guess. And you? You have any pointers on how your functions? Mm, no, not really. But just okay. to allude to what you said. Yeah. About how you know fear especially with the unknown mm. it really helps you instinctually true and i remember i was listening to this video uh, where on youtube kalyun mm. was speaking about the unconscious mind mm. and how when you're walking in a street and then there's like a, a corner and you're supposed mm. to go into that corner but you can't see it mm. so it's like an unknown place yeah but so then you have to surrender from logic because you can't see, you can't perceive what's in there mm. and you surrender to your instincts. Um, and I don't know, your unconscious mind now 
decides for you whether you want to walk that corner mm. or go the other way and i think that idea of like surrendering to your unconscious mind to the unknown if you believe in god a higher mm. power or in yourself honey mm. whatever it's it's such a relieving thing mm. scary again a bit of a paradox mm. but relieving to just yeah. know that you can feel afraid feel cautious but still surrender mm. and just trust yeah. that your choice is the right choice wow you yeah. have that faith work yeah so now um do you have any you know ways that have mm. worked for you so far in navigating yeah. fear true aside from talking about the things we fear i think talking about healthy ways mm. right mm. to cope yes aside from the unhealthy ones yeah which are like avoidance mm-hmm. or running into substance abuse oh yeah that's know? that's a very big one even in the queer community right escapism yeah mm. and i just like to say a big congratulation is fast yeah. to queer people mm. or you know general population people who mm. are in the journey to sobriety right congratulations man right. Especially Big wins. they were coming, the abuse is, you know, it's mm. coming from a wrong place. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's such a difficult journey. I can mm. only imagine, but I know mm. we're going to keep it rocking, honey. Facts. We're going to stay sober. Mm-hmm. Another unhealthy one that I see is excessive control. Especially when we're talking in, like, in men, mm-hmm. and they feel fear they now take excessive control. Mm. They do too much about it. Like, it manifests into violence. Oof. Like, a small thing mm. that makes them scared can trigger them to act in a big... Oh, yeah, out of know? proportion. Yeah, yeah, a way that's not constructive. Mm. So that they feel like they have excessive control. Oh, yeah. To mask the fear. Miss your gopi. So you do too much. And you'll find that all the while they're just like... Mm. working around the real problem right and it's always gonna be there mm. and inside they're really shaking <laughs> in their boots honey yeah. in their chelsea boots <laughs> tell me about it another unhealthy way is rumination mm-hmm. it's like you marinate yourself in that fear till it becomes your identity mm. till it manifests into like general anxiety oh yeah it becomes now a disorder and I think that's how Nini comes in, like mm. self-sabotage as well. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. with like rumination. And, you know, there's this thing we talked about earlier as well, mm-hmm. this theory, uh, RBT. Yeah. Or is it CBT? It's CBT. Both, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where now your thinking is, your emotions, say now mm-hmm. you're feeling fear, mm-hmm. kind of affects your thinking. And sometimes emotions can be irrational. Yeah. Like sometimes they might come out of nowhere. Mm. But now we try to make sense of it. And we try to, you know, rationalize it and attach mm. it to things or people mm. that are not even like in any way associated with it. Right. And then now it influences our behaviors. Mm. So we start acting out these ideas mm. that we have in our head, which we created while trying to make sense of a feeling we had. Yeah. And now these abstract feelings now manifest into real 
tangible, you know, behaviors that might cause harm to other people. And it's all sort of baseless. And unhealthy. And unhealthy, honey. Damn. So I think it's, we should just be aware of those unhealthy traits, right? Yes. Then we can include now the healthy ways. For me, Mm -hmm. what I do is journal i journal a lot work yeah yeah you do journal a lot like the books are full and stacked yeah i need new books for this year (laughs) yeah send money for books (laughs) my friend was like i wish i mentioned the names but i feel like my friend was throwing shade yeah because i was sitting next to my date and uh, we were talking about socks Socks. Yeah, and my date had bought me socks one time. Then my right. friend, my friend was like, "One thing I can never buy with me is socks." <laughs> Why? Because she'll rarely wear them. I'd buy her a notebook. Then you could just see my date's face going like, <laughs> mm-hmm. "Okay, I get it." True. So point is, I love notebooks. Noted. Yeah. So journal. I journal a lot. Right. To express my fears, I also do a lot of. Any form of self-expression, just talking about it to a friend mm. or my therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such things. Or even singing it out. I have a song oh. called I Feel Fear. Why is that song? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> y'all are gonna hear it one day. <laughs> okay, yeah, I cannot wait to hear yeah, that song. Right? I feel fear and that's okay. Mm. Then the other thing is mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And which is involved in so much meditation, breath work, relaxation, mm. all that that makes you just grounded, tells mm. you that now you're here. You know, all that swimming in your head, flying in your head, the mm. thoughts. Mm. You're here now, you know, you're mm. safe. You, you have your bed here, you've eaten. Mm. That's what matters. It just brings you back. Mm. And immediately you just live honestly. Yeah. yeah. It really works. It really does work. Yeah. It works wonders. I guess those are the main thing I main things I use. I'd like to integrate exercise. Yeah, I've been exercising by word of mouth. I want to get back to it. I used yes, to. Yes, I mean, I would yeah. never work out body now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. I'll be holding you accountable. I'll be checking in okay. every other day. Please, I will need that. Well, I am. Mm. And you prepare to get sick of me. Okay, I bet you'll be so... Your top energy will be... That's really my top bad. energy. <laughs> ah, bye. It's over. No. Thank you that for tuning in. That's Like, the dominant you <laughs> will be so... You know, like a trainer. Yeah. I bet you'll be... An, You'll be a good person to be accountable to my working out. See, yeah, I do have really good top energy. I will be on your case, Sandy. We've been scared. Uh You should be. Be Be ready. (laughs) Yeah. And you, what do you use to cope? Um, One thing I do is Mm -hmm. what you have just shared about meditating and mindfulness. Yeah. Um, because I am aware that sometimes my fears might be irrational. Mm. And so with meditation, it kind of like helps me achieve an even ground. Yeah. And Mm. so when I'm in this space of like clarity Mm. is when I can reflect on like, what is it that I'm really afraid about? Yeah. What is causing it? What am I going to do about it? And I feel that that's the best 
space to answer those questions and it has been working for me so far and also another thing i am afraid about is being in town yeah or being in like social situations Mm. i don't know if it's like it's more like anxiety like a a sense of like discomfort yeah and overstimulation Mm. and i'm learning to cope by wearing motherfucking shades yes the sunglasses honey (laughs) yeah and also when i'm walking to be mindful Mm. of like my feet touching the ground Mm. or my shoes like that contact and just feeling that and being present in every step yeah has really helped me like Mm. ground myself wow yeah i like that i don't know if i've ever shared this thing with you Mm -hmm. Where when you're feeling that resistance to contact mm-hmm. around in your surrounding, you can just look around, mm-hmm. make contact with your surrounding, buildings, mm. cars, slowly, even the, the lights. Mm. And the next thing you do is take responsibility of choice. So mm. you chose to be here. You chose to go down. <laughs> yeah, I put myself through that shit. Yeah, you chose maybe to apply for that job. You chose mm. to put, go for that event that has social people. So take responsibility, and you're here now. So have contact. Look at people in the eye. Mm. Just notice. Mm. Mm. And also, it kind of disillusions. It makes you realize that nobody gives a fuck about you. Right. People are in their own world. Mm. And yeah. And it also brings sense of softness mm. you feel so okay yeah that bad. and you see pretty things and you see beautiful people mm. and you just experience it in its fullness true yeah i like that yeah that's part of gestalt therapy work bring yourself to the here now bring yourself. oh yeah. yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to like explore other techniques for mindfulness yeah. like more and more like what you shared just now i'm gonna mm. use it there's this other one I heard about where you where you're feeling anxious to say me in a matatu. Well, it didn't work for me in a matatu, and yeah. I'll explain in a mm. bit. But at you pick five things you can see, or like five mm. colors. I remember. Yeah, yeah, five things you can taste, which is fucking weird. But like, go off. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> five things you can smell. Oh. Which that did not work for me yeah. in about tattoo especially. Yeah, true. Never mind Zam Zam and BS. I think you not even start saying. I could not I can only smell smoke. <laughs> that even ruined it for me. Okay, but Sorry. yeah. It it works in, in certain Some situations. People, yeah, like maybe panic attacks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, but it's nice to have range, like a co- mm. collection of tools True. to like pull out. Right. Yeah, I also yeah. have these bands for thought stopping. Oh yeah, yeah. me yeah, too. Work. Yeah. Until my therapist called me out. <laughs> 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 Chris, you know you have a tell. 
I can tell when you're feeling anxious. Mm. And me, I hate being figured out. Yeah. I love being mysterious. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Gestalt therapy won't let you be mysterious. Girl. Once someone knows Gestalt. Keep the onion on, I mean. <laughs> Keep the layer. <laughs> you notice everything. Yeah. yeah. So, But yeah, I feel you. You need techniques that work for you. Mm-hmm. Wow, this has been such, such a beautiful episode, babe. Right? Yeah. Wow. And so I hope beautiful. everyone has learned like new ways to, they'll try to cope. Yeah. You know, looking at your strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, what are you strong at? Are you strong at writing or talking? Mm. Are you strong at working out or mm. working out? Working out, <laughs> I don't, I won't even give it an option because you, you have to work out, guys. Yeah. Eat well. I need to journal. I want to start journaling. Yeah. I need to, you to hold me to it and then I'll hold you to working out. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give my top energy there. Work. <laughs> <laughs> you have it in you. Yes. You want yeah. to journal weekly or? Daily. Daily. I want to journal like immediately after I meditate because I had you wow. do that. Yeah. Like you take notes. Yeah. Work. Okay. I'm going to be your teacher. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. Be my first student. <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody, for yes. tuning in. I see time is up. Mm, but true. I just want to say thank you to you with me for being an amazing co-host oh. and thank you dear listeners for the support so far yeah I take it gracefully and I thank you to oh. you're an amazing co-host and guys reach out to us on Instagram share your experiences yes. you know engage with us thank you thank you yes. goodbye happy new year happy new year <laughs>